Yo, 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 drop it for me. You are not tuned in the flame of the Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pop, come on this thing. This has been Joy. Katie, this is Gabby. This is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Q from Chopping Over Q and the Critical Dub Network. And you are tuned in. The Flavor Routine. Yeah. It's official, man. Now here's your host. Let's do it. It's that time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning in to the flagrant two with the big homie D Murph. Where I literally, and I mean literally, always got something to say, verbally or even non-verbally. Y'all ready? I know I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, y'all. World podcasters, world again. People that's just rock with me on the flagrant two. I got a dope person. I got my pod fam. She my family. Got one of the dopest names. Actually, she changed her names every other day. <laughs> Co-host of Chopping It Up With Q. She's crafty. She's a Bears and Bulls fan. A huge D-Merv again. Supporter. Show me mad love. And on Twitter, and I will say this. Her name is Space Force Ones, Miss VJ Burton herself. Hi. <laughs> hey. <laughs> that is uh, some introduction. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I know. I appreciate you. So, just so I can let the listeners in on this conversation and to know more about you from my end, I did a show with VJ. Well, at least on the flagrant too, because she was uh, also uh, present a while back and blessed us with her presence with Q when we went to Dallas for Q's birthday on Why Not Sports. But on the flagrant two, which you guys are listening to, she did an episode with, of course, herself, Jackie, and Mr. Justin Ruff. And the title was from avid listeners to podcasters so now as y'all heard from the intro vj is doing her thing in this podcast community and check that out if y'all haven't but vj again welcome thank you and just introduce yourself for those who might not know who you is (laughs) and who you be just let them know a little bit just a little something before we go into the show well, I mean, you you really covered it all. <laughs> oh, my bad. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Hi, I'm BJ, and um, I co-host uh, Chopping It Up with Q with uh, Quentin, of course. Um, and I am your typical rebel rouser and um, instigator. You know, shit starter. <laughs> ain't shit per ain't shit person on Twitter. Come you know, on. you know how Facts. I like to get down. These- That's why I don't even get on Twitter. <laughs> and listeners know I don't get on Twitter because I like to star stuff. I just really my time is very limited. So, but no, I, no, I appreciate your support again. And like she said, you know, Twitter. One thing I learned about VJ is VJ got thick skin. So if you come at her and you come at her, she going to be cool. But if you come at her more than what you should, oh, she going to clap back and it's going to sting. So I'm glad <laughs> she's on Team D Murph, by the way. So thank you. Yes, always 
team, like always team Demer. Like I love, like like I said, you you and Roy are my sports guys. Like, are my go-to sports <laughs> podcast. You're my sports guy. <laughs> I appreciate that. So big Roy again. Hey, everybody's dog, my dog. What up, homie? So. Um, <laughs> But, and I heard you had a birthday recently, so yeah, happy belated birthday. Uh, th- thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy birthday to mom, hashtag Leo season. Yes, her birthday is the 23rd, so we are gearing up. She is um, in typical Leo fashion. You showy peacocky bunch <laughs> that you are. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't laugh. She, <laughs> she, she parties all, all month. So we That's are currently we partying right now. So I've closed the door and hidden myself so oh. they can enjoy their party in peace. <laughs> Copy that. So world, this is going to be a short episode so VJ can go back and celebrate mom's birthday. Because as a Leo, we realize that we need attention. And if we don't see everybody on board, we going to feel some type of way. So I'm going to make this short and sweet. <laughs> I promise. It She'll won't be, be fine long. because we're actually having a fizz. I'm actually throwing her a birthday party on Saturday. Okay, so she cool. actually will be just fine. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> She's had 26 birthday parties and it's just the 18th. Like, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how we do it. We got to do it big, everybody. <laughs> so I want to say again, you know, I'm going to say thank you a lot on this episode because we just linked up maybe two or three weeks ago when we did uh, the episode on chopping it up with Q sports lies and mean women, which was a very dope episode still receiving a lot of reviews and a lot of feedback. And we just got one, I think as of today, when I, when I checked uh, my social media uh, from the um, H tag productions, he gonna get me. Yeah, hashtag blackout blackout podcast. They were go. talking to us about the the episode. So mm-hmm. thank you again for me and Q both for being on because it's always dope when we link up. And seriously, it was just a good time and it just felt like kind of sitting out both family and catching up. So yeah, it was dope. I just I really appreciated having you on. It was it's always good to link up. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we linked up in Vegas a few months back which again <laughs> shout out to VJ you know she we kicked it a lot of us kicked it had a good time and nothing but love and respect so again it, it was always good to link up with people you support in person and just you know have a good time and uh, just send those positive vibes so VJ oh yeah definitely good vibes <laughs> yeah yes. absolutely so what makes I told you this on that show as well how the chemistry you and Q have and as far as you being just not only uh, a woman that knows sports, you know politics, you know you're smart, you are in a corporate world, you know numbers, like you're very versatile, like no one can limit you, in my opinion, especially being in this game as long as I have. What makes you so diverse in your skill level and your skill set when it comes to topics and discussion? Well, I appreciate all the nice things that you said because really I ain't shit. But <laughs> <laughs> so I really just yes, gas me up. I appreciate hey, all I'm the being nice real. things. But I, I don't know some of the stuff. Like, oh, okay, no, I appreciate that. I didn't know. I mean, I usually don't. I am. Uh... 
I think it's just that I've had an interesting upbringing. Like I'm a military brat, which most people don't know that. I'm an only child. Both my parents were in the army. So we moved around a lot when mm. I was a kid. Um, I was actually born in Chicago. We have lived everywhere from Germany and beyond. Mm. And so I think I've always kind of had to be a chameleon of sorts. We were always moving. I always kind of had to start over. And unfortunately, kids can be really, really shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, so you, and so you kind of have to learn very quickly to adapt. And I think I've just kind of, that's just kind of been the rule of the game for me growing up is you kind of have to adapt to different atmospheres. You kind of have to adapt to different people. And so I always tell people, I don't think I would trade the experiences. I think they really are the reason that I think I, I am fairly well-rounded. I think I've just kind of had to do all of these things and be with all these people and my parents have always encouraged me to just try new things. Even if it was, you know, one year of doing it and I never did it again, I could say that it was something that I did. Mm. So I think uh. it's made me fairly, it's, it's made me knowledgeable on a lot of random things. And then also being an only child, I was a very strange kid. I read all the time, whatever I could get my hands on. So <laughs> I am a holder of useless knowledge on top of everything. Wow. Okay, that's good to know. Now, ain't nothing wrong with that. Now, I will admit, as I get older, I am reading more books. So, you know, just to improve my vocabulary. So, where did your love for sports come from? Um. Well, the thing that I, like I said, being a Chicago native, I think that was always it. One of my earliest memories is um, Bulls games and Bears games with my dad. And I remember being very small and being at a Bears game and being at Soldier Field and like literally being bundled up in a snowsuit, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> freezing to death, like just my little nose peeking out, but just being happy to be there because I was with my dad and just enjoying it. And I think that's where the love of sports comes from. My parents my parents thought I was gonna be a boy. And lo and behold, I'm clearly not a boy. <laughs> but they yes, thought man. I was gonna be a boy. The entire time my mom was pregnant, she kept saying I was a boy, I was a boy, I was a boy. And so then they get to the hospital and I come out and she, they were like, you have a girl. And she was like, whose baby is this? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't have a name for days. Like, I think I've told this story before on, on the podcast, but I didn't have a name for days mm -hmm. because they really thought I was going to be a boy and they did not have any girl names picked out. I was going to be Garland Jr. And that was it. <laughs> Period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just like the no name baby for a while. And so I think that my dad was kind of like, we you know, it doesn't matter if she's a boy or a girl. The things that I enjoy, I'm going to do with her regardless. Anyway. And so. Yeah. Yeah, so that's definitely where the love of sports comes from. And then we're in Texas. Like, it, football around here is bigger than Jesus. So <laughs> Yes. That's real. So I think it's when, yeah, my mom is a big football fan, too. So I think it's just, I, I think it's just been ingrained in me just to, to love sports. They all, both my parents played. And so it's just always been a thing to do as a family. And I know you were active in sports as well that you've told me. Yeah. <laughs> you did some sports, been, too. Yeah, I've been posting random old photos See? on Instagram uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> as I find them because I found some of my old scrapbooks and yearbooks and stuff. So I've been periodically like snapping photos, but I'm able to love everything. That's the same. My parents just kind of, I think I was blessed to go to a small enough school to where I kind of got to do what I wanted as far as playing sports, gotcha. which not to say I was terrible. I was actually pretty good, but right. <laughs> I just able, I was able to kind of play what I wanted to play mm -hmm. because I was, because the school was smaller. So I, yeah, I played pretty much everything <laughs> right. see look at that not only like i said earlier in the show world she's versatile with her topic of discussion and versatile in sport so being versatile 
with VJ Burton is going to be the title <laughs> of this show. Bam, y'all heard it. Being versatile or versatile, however you want to pronounce it, tomato, tomato, whatever. But um, it, it, it's something also like we was talking about, like, again, just how versatile you are. And shout out to Q. How did y'all... Well, before I before I ask about you guys, so my listeners like Murph, how does she get the name VJ? What is VJ? Is it short for anything? Like it explain is. VJ for those who might not know, because my listeners be on me. They like Murph. We want to know what VJ means. Well, here's the thing: uh, when they were, you know, in the midst of trying to find a name for Baby Burton so they could leave the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my dad suggested unique and my mom was like, you're not naming the child unique. That is the, and I quote the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. So I'm sorry if your name is unique. My mom thought that was really dumb. Um, <laughs> so I would name that. So somewhere between my, you know, mother being coming off a C-section and my dad being drunk as shit. Cause he always tells a story. The day I was born, it was like a negative 16 wind, wind chill in January. Ooh. Dad was drunk. Like he was going to the car, taking shots, drunk. Mm. Copy <laughs> so that. between a so yeah, between a drunk guy and a lady coming down off the meds from a C section, they came up with Vermeek. So my name is Vermeek Jonte Burton. So because that, that is a mouthful for most of my family members, or it was at the time, <laughs> I became BJ for short. Copy so. <laughs> that. Vermeek Jonte. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> See, look, it only took me one time, world. See the big homie listening. Like Murphy, you already knew her name. I did, but still, it's for the show. You know what I'm saying? Add some entertainment value to it. But there you um, go. <laughs> but that is what it's short for. So perfect. BJ's lot a lot a lot easier for people to catch on to. So. Facts, facts, <laughs> facts. So you and Q been rocking with each other for a long time. Again, if you haven't checked out Q on his platforms, check him out on a few of the Flagrant Two episodes as well as Why Not Sports. Check out the titles if you see Q. That's him, the co-host of Chopping It Up with Q that rocks with VJ. And VJ called <laughs> me out, y'all. Uh, I'm going to be real. She's like, oh, Murph, you and Q be talking. When, when I'm going to get my invitation? I'm like, well, VJ, I, I mean, you know. she like, uh-uh. So here we are today. I'm telling on myself. I didn't think, you know. I mean, I thought, you know, she was like, okay, Murph, I see you. We cool. But she's like, no, nah, I need to be on the show. So here it is, y'all. VJ called me out, and, and as a big homie, I'm like, I got you. So here and she I is. appreciate that. Yes, I was just ma'am. giving him a hard time. No, but. no, no. She was, I was. I got. I got a little nervous. I'm like, oh, sh-. you, you know. And I'm like, no, you, you know. I thought we was better. And I'm like, we are. I need to be on the show. I said, give me a week. She's like, nope, I'm busy. I said, the following week. Okay, cool. And there we go. So here we are. I know. I, I was making demands, and I'm like, no, I can't do it that day. <laughs> no, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You know, but no. Um, I appreciate you. So how did you guys really connect, though? Because you've been in this game for a minute now, and, and it's hard to have chemistry. Like you said, me and Big Roy, like I told you on the show we just did, you guys have a unique chemistry that is dope. And what do you think helps you guys stay strong, stay connected, and keep and keep dropping heat as much as y'all do? You know what? I would say maybe the I'd say maybe the dropping heat part is just pure luck. I don't know if there's any skill there, but 
I mean, mean, now VJ, now you talking about me together and shoot the shit. Like it really is. That's really, I think, is what's the most interesting and genuine part of the show. Like it's not the topics because we talk about the same things that a lot of other shows cover. But I think it's just that we genuinely connect in that way where we can just sit in front of the mics, shoot the shit with each other, and it creates something great that's worth listening to and that honestly is just kind of luck luck of the draw like i don't know if that's a skill set that we have but we're just blessed that it works for us because i mean we really i mean we kind of talk about topics but it's just kind of whatever comes to mind and (laughs) yeah that's real that's real but i I think the key is that we're very honest about things i think he and i are very honest with each other and then we're very honest about the things that we say to people so what you get from us in front of the mics when we are shooting the shit is really genuinely us and we are the same in person and people that have met us will tell you that or i hope that that's what they would say about us we are very very much the same people and i think that's a kind of um kind of genuine feeling that you really I'm not going to say you don't get from other people's podcasts, but I think that's that's what people look for. When Facts. I'm listening, I want to feel like it's genuine. Like if, if I met this person, I would get that same type of persona from them. So I, I think that is why we're able to get along so well. Nice, <laughs> nice. And that's real because when I first met y'all, I said that's what I heard over the, you know, over the speaker. That's who they are. <laughs> and, and for real, because you, after a while, you start learning to, you know, about that person and mannerisms and you be like man this person dope i can't wait to see him then when you if you do see them in his opposite it's kind of like oh i was expecting <laughs> you know this so no I, to your point it, it really does go a long way when you actually you know yourself and being genuine so thank you for doing that and being transparent i appreciate it i'm the same person all the time for the yes, most ma'am. part like yes, give or ma'am. take unless i'm hungry because then i'm like a, a demon <laughs> 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 Feed Aside me. from being hungry, like yeah, if you catch me, other than that, like I am the same person. If you catch me when I'm hungry, I'm I'm liable to be trying to commit some type of crime. See, so. see the big homie. See, that's what again. I'm glad she's on Team D Murph because man, VJ boy, no, nah, I'm just playing. But <laughs> it's true. It is true. <laughs> I'm really awful, and I, and, I, and I've mellowed out some. I really have tried to be nice to people on Twitter and just not give a fuck about what they have going on because I it just it's spends too much energy to yes. kind of deal with people that are trolled so i really tried to kind of rein it in unless you just come talking real reckless but the main thing really is like i said well i don't really care to say about me because i don't care like i was like i was joking and telling somebody some guy told me i was built like a ford f-150 and i don't think he meant it in a nice way so i just corrected him and said actually i i'm built more like a badly dented mini fridge <laughs> but you know <laughs> do you <laughs> oh, <laughs> like a badly, badly dented mini fridge but so I've just kind of learned to joke with people and just not really take it too Personal. seriously. But yeah. folks are not going to talk about my friends. Like that's the part that bugs me. If I if I f with you, I f with you. And I, I mean, and that's the long way. I don't, you know, as I tell people, if I retweet your shows, if I, you know, retweet the things that you say or your promo, it's because I genuinely listen to your show. Mm. I, you know, would definitely co-sign if anybody asked me about you. I would tell. Tell them how great your show is and that they should definitely listen. So if I'm doing that, I consider you family and nobody's going to talk about my family. Like you're not about to talk crazy or reckless. You're not about to have a slick mouth. I don't care if it is social media. We're not going to do that. So y'all heard it. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of where it comes from. Like you're not about to talk crazy about my family, period. So if you ain't got nothing nice to say, shut up or just keep, keep them to Twitter. Yourself. 
<laughs> keep them Twitter fingers. Yeah, don't even mess with the keyboard. <laughs> Go mess with somebody else then. Cause what I tell, what did I tell you on on our on my first visit on Flagrant Two? Thumb thugs. Thumb thugs. <laughs> yep, you so y'all did. get y'all yeah. get on the internet and want to pop them thumbs like huh. do something and. <laughs> <laughs> don't let this little cute face fool you. I'm Come crazy. On. Don't <laughs> you have to thumb thug with me. I'm nuts. We don't have to do that. So <laughs> now, and I'm glad you brought that up. Now that you've been in the game, what keeps you going though? Because you can be like, yeah, I know, I, I, you know, I'm talented. I know I get some positive feedback, but you're consistent with it. I. Jesus, that's a good question. Why do I keep podcasting? Because, I mean, because anybody knows you have to kind of be dedicated to it, right? Like, not like we're getting paid or like endorsed or anything. So, I mean, you really are just kind of doing it because you love it. And I think I'll be very honest for me. Come on. I think a lot of it is just. So, for like I said, I've mentioned this before, but for those people who don't know, I was married before. Um, I'm divorced now. But I think when I first started kind of listening to podcasts, getting into podcasts, I, my divorce was really fresh. I felt very alone, very alienated because I live in a very small town where it's like these very Southern Christian values and the divorce is basically like you're telling you like you stabbed your grandma or something. <laughs> and so it's one of those. I mean, so I just I felt alienated and a lot alone because I feel like I I feel like I'm kind of like the black sheep when it comes to my family and their understanding of politics and the way that they you the world and i think i'm a lot more liberal than a lot of people that i live here with and so when you don't really have an outlet for your views or you can't really be yourself it's, it's a difficult position to be in and so for me podcasting just gives me an outlet and i know that sounds kind of corny and stupid and it's like oh well it's you know the internet and you can be whatever but the truth is it's just it's therapeutic in a way it's cathartic <laughs> like it's just nice to be honest and not have to not and hold my tongue about right. things and I can be very honest about who I am as a person and, and what my values are and not be afraid that my family is going to be pissed off or that I'm going to upset somebody. Right. Right. No, and you know, my, I'm sure you've heard me say that I podcasting has been very therapeutic. Podcasting has helped me a lot. In a lot of ways. So if you look at the shows I've done, or well, I tell people, look at my call log. Majority now is my people's in the podcast world. Yeah, and that's I mean, and that's why I, I you know it's just weird because I and you know, I have my friends that aren't podcasters, whatever, and you know they don't get it, and they're like, "What is a podcast?" A lot of them don't still even know what a podcast is, and so it's just it's very separate worlds for me. But I think that I, I was like I think in my mind, and I just I don't ever get to say this, but I think that. God put me in a place where I could meet the people that I have met and and do the things and have the experiences I had because I I feel like I really needed them. And he knew that I needed those things. And I feel like it was a a lifeline and like a, a, like a, a life raft, something that, I mean, you know, you feel like you're, you're just kind of exploding out in the middle of nowhere. And I felt that way. I felt very lost and kind of without direction for a while. And I think meeting these people with these, with different voices and points of view and things that I, you know, and just being able to hear them and being like, you know what, I feel that way about that too. Or I'm glad I'm not alone about that really is something meaningful and special. So I'm just going to say this now because I don't want to cry or be weird, but I just, I'm grateful. I'm eternally grateful for the people that I've met, you included. And just knowing that these people have my back and just knowing that I can call and have a conversation if my day is shitty or just bounce ideas off of them has been such 
a blessing. And I just, I, I don't know what I've done to deserve that in my life or if I have done anything, but I just, I feel so overwhelmingly blessed to have that because y'all are just such dope people. And I, like I said, I don't know what I've done to deserve it, but well, just shout the out support to VJ. and the niceness is just oh, amazing. Hey, hey, y'all. Shout out to VJ again, holding it down on the flagrant <laughs> too. Just being herself, and that's what and that's what it is, though. Cause you real recognize real in this game and and in life. Yeah, I mean, I, I try to be as real as possible. I, I do. I try to be as honest about things as I can be because I know what it's like to have to hide yourself. I mean, and that's and that's the part that I don't necessarily say. But I mean, I know what it's like to, to feel like you you know like you don't belong or mm -hmm. you can't necessarily be yourself. And not to say that that's everyone else's experience, right. but just knowing that I can kind of or get you know get in front of a mic and speak for an hour to an hour and a half and just somebody it resonated with someone right yep. it, it it makes me feel not so alone so, right. so i mean who who would quit doing that yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it, real it's free therapy who's gonna give that up free therapy absolutely so again <laughs> thank you for just hey putting yourself out there and just being open and ready for anything that comes your way. But like you said, at the end, now you look at it as a joke. As long as they don't come at you a certain way, you look at a, a different perspective. And that's a sign of maturity. That's wisdom. And you can pass on those tips like you've done in gyms to other people as they come along in this game or just in general. Because just like where you work at, you're an accountant, right? Mm -hmm. In the finance or an accounting field or background. And that is leading me to this question right here. Why why accounting? A personality like you, yeah, you you on the mic, but before the mic, how cause for me, let me let me Melissa's like Murph asked the question. I'm like, but let, let me tell a story. Me, my degree is in accounting. I've never done it and never got paid for it really one time because my personality, I'm more of a talker. I'm a speaker. I got to be, you know, I just I, I just got to be leading, you know, by example type thing. And in my experience in internships and just from people I know that's in that field, they usually introvert or they super analytical. I'm like, man, maybe, you know, I don't fit. <laughs> I don't fit in this in this position so and i believe you have similar characteristics so what keeps you in that field as long as you have been well the thing about it is i think it, it i've been kind of prodigal like when it was prodigal okay. when it comes to kind of like accounting and, and numbers because as i i love math as a kid i've always loved math and science so I, I kind of knew that that was where i would be but the accounting degree came later like i actually got one in biochemistry <laughs> see look at that <laughs> I before didn't know that. and decided yeah. that maybe and decided it wasn't for me and um but i do love numbers and so i went into accounting but you're right it is kind of solitary work you do crunch numbers a lot especially for me i don't necessarily do a lot of customer facing type of work mm -hmm. but for a very long time i was in sales oh okay. so i did do a lot of customer gotcha. <laughs> no numbers and a lot of sales a lot of customer facing sales and so i think i got burned out decided that it was maybe time to do something different mm. <laughs> okay. went back and finished up an accounting degree and here i am but um it does take a lot of analytical it does take an analytical mind for that type of thing but i think that i am very analytical regardless like i have a very big personality but at the end of the day i just am with people that i don't know it comes out the most because mm. i like i said 
I think I've always had to be a chameleon, but with that, you have to be very observant. Yeah. So I do sit back and kind of watch people. I kind of analyze the situation and then I kind of jump in. And after that, you and after that, I'm fine. But I do have to do that bit of observing first. Mm. So it does kind of show sometimes when dealing with people. But yeah, I, I really can be very quiet <laughs> to myself person. I, I push myself to kind of be in, in <laughs> See, to not be an introvert. <laughs> being versatile. I told y'all I love it. So that leads to this question as far as like you said in the workforce and being a black woman and this equal pay it continues to come up <laughs> what are your thoughts uh oh are you like Murph that's okay Murph this, you know I got you though Dude. I'm like alright let me stretch you guys I have to use some brain power today alright <laughs> I'm just, but, but I'm asking because I res, I respect you. Like you said, you were in sales. Now you in the accounting field. So as far as equal pay and 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 or being a black woman, especially though in this case, do you feel from what you've heard and what you've seen, you getting a fair shot? I'll or be very a fair opportunity at the job that I am at currently. I had to go and fight for the money that I'm getting now. Mm. Like I absolutely had to fight with them about it because I came in and I was underpaid, but I needed a job. So I was not kind of in a position to kind of be like, no, I, I'm, I, I can't stub my nose at the offer. Gotcha. It was a little below what I wanted, but I, I took it gotcha. because I'm one of those people like, I feel like, you know what, they do give merit raises or whatever. I work hard. I, I'm very capable. I, you know, I, at the end of it, I think I would be, you know, getting a, a raise. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, about a year or two came and went, and I got the obligatory raise that everyone gets. But I was still getting paid. And then I, what I, but then what broke it for me is that I found out that they had hired um, another girl who was going to start um, working in a position, not my position, but just a position in the office. Mm-hmm. And they were going to offer her more money than I was currently making. Mm. And she didn't have a degree, mm. but she was a white woman. Mm. So she let the dance. So she let it slip, which I don't think she necessarily meant to. But, you know, context clues. I'm not retarded. She's not retarded, but I'm not slow. So I understood what was going on. And so I went into, you know, that went to my boss's office and I, you know, I was like, I need to talk to you. And we had a discussion. I was just very honest about it. I was like, I could make more money somewhere else. And if you were hiring people to do a job that involves less skill and less work at at a higher pay grade than me, then obviously you don't deem me to be important or you know a necessary part of this team and i could you know i could go somewhere else mm-hmm. and so after we had that conversation they crunched some numbers and they were able to give me the money that i felt like i was worth nice nice but i think what happens a lot of times is with black women especially in corporate and in the workforce we're deemed as being you know instigators or you're you know, or you're being, you know, that trope of being the angry black woman. So you don't want to cause a scene or you don't want to rock the boat because then you get viewed in a negative light and nobody wants to go to work and be viewed negatively. Right. Right. And so I think even with black people, anyway, it's like with like black men, you do this thing where you kind of have to shrink yourself so that the people around you feel comfortable because <laughs> you don't want to see, seem like this angry black person. Yep, and that, yep. I think we all go through that in yeah. corporate spaces. We don't want to seem combative in every little thing we do, even if it's not us being loud, even if we're talking to them in a regular voice, even if we're talking to them in a way that, you know, way nicer than they've ever spoken to us. We're the ones that get viewed negatively. And so you don't ever want to be in that position. So I think for my best advice, especially for black women, is demand your worth because all they can do is tell you no. Right. 
So we have to get out of this mindset of not going in there and negotiating our salaries, because I think especially even with between women and men, men are more likely to go in there and say, hey, I'm worth this much money or demand a specific salary. And women are less likely to do that. That's right. So with black women being on the very low part of the totem pole, as far as money is concerned, below white women, we definitely have to speak up for ourselves. And sometimes if that means you have to look angry or combative, then so be it. But don't let yourself be underpaid because you're afraid to say something. Wow. Powerful. Hey, y'all heard VJ? This from experience, y'all. She telling y'all. So if when in doubt, if you're a young lady or you even a man, like she said, you here for whatever someone that just came in making more than you. Yeah. And they don't have a degree and you have a degree. Oh, yeah. It's time to speak up for yourself. So I'm happy for you, sister, that you got what you deserve and now Thank shoot, you so you're much. doing your thing <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs> now that's what's up though because like you said a lot of us have that reputation naturally oh that's the angry black man or that's the angry black woman and that's really not the case we just speaking up for ourselves because if we don't speak up for ourselves and ask our worth who gonna do it for us Nobody. They're not going to do it. They're not going to. No, no job is going to. I mean, which, some people do have excellent employees. They're like, yeah, you're worth the money. We're going to give it to you. But not 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 everybody does. Right. And if you're in a position where you're being underpaid, of course, they're not going to come to you and be like, yes, let us bump you up to the money. They're not going to come to you if they can get away with keep paying. <laughs> right. pay. It's a business. Oh, Pro profit, obviously. Profitability. They don't care that your rent is due. They yeah. don't care that your rent is due. They yeah. don't care that you have a car note and that's how you get back and forth to work. Yeah. And that's the other thing. I think that we live in this space where even with my mom, she's like, oh, you should get one job and just stay there. The average person stays at a job like five years now. Yep. And that's yep. because why would you even bother staying somewhere that does not care? Because I hear so many stories of people saying somebody had a heart attack at my job or they had a stroke or this person got ill and couldn't come back to work and they just replaced them. Yep. They will replace you because yep. they because one monkey does not stop a show when people are trying to make money. They don't care like they care about you because they know you. But at the end of the day, if something happens to you because you don't take care of yourself in your own best interest, yep. they are going to replace you with somebody else. So you have to look at it like that. You have to fight for what is best for you because they are not going to look out for your best interest. They're looking out for the company's best interest. You have to fight for you. Mm. Profit ability, profit, and they don't care <laughs> whose toes they step on to make sure they profitable. Exactly. They get them big raises at the end of the year or every quarter, every however they raise this goal depending on your employer. So now that's dope. That's real dope. And VJ, because you have that mindset, you have that wisdom, you have that experience, and you're versatile. Have you what have you thought about doing maybe being a mentor, a life coach, a speaker? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> this um I was having this conversation with somebody and she was talking about the type of men that she attracts or whatever, and I was like, hi first time is this is not my first time coming to the meeting um i usually just sit in the back and don't speak but um i'm gonna grab a cup of coffee and come to the front and share my story with you and i was like hi i'm vj i specialize in um dating men that i have to try to fix mm. um with a particular interest in ones that are underemployed mm. <laughs> <laughs> that are underemployed and need a life coach 
that and the ones that I see untapped, but ones with untapped potential that they will never reach. So, <laughs> so that's not every man. So I'm not saying all of you are bad. I'm not here to. Oh no bad. doubt, no I'm doubt, just no saying. doubt. Men, we just gotta step up. That's all. We just gotta step up. I'm just saying something about me attracts a very certain, very specific kind of guy, and I'm trying to just no. So. <laughs> No, that's why it's just funny that you said life coach because I think that is the kind of guy that I attract the one that needs someone to coach them through life. But, and <laughs> but today, though, not not even today, but I heard the saying growing up it takes a strong woman to look out for a strong man or to be with a strong man. Most men or husbands, like myself, I, I shout out my wife more than I, you know, more than she knows. So that's a good thing, though. Is it? <laughs> I can appreciate it to a certain extent. And I think that it is, it, it's good to be with somebody that pushes you, right? That, that wants yeah, you to be better. Absolutely. But I think that the problem with that a lot of times is that we want somebody, the discussion about emotional labor, which is a discussion for another day. But gotcha, gotcha. Basically, I think that a lot of times, we expect people to do our emotional heavy lifting for us. And that's unfair. And I think there's a fine line between someone being supportive of you and being like, hey, I know you can be better than this and giving you the occasional come to Jesus meeting when it's needed and somebody constantly having to pick up your baggage and put it on their back and carry it for you because you're refusing to do any of the lifting. Like, I am not going to do that for another person. And I have made that my mission. Like, if I care about you and I want you to be better, I want you to be better. And I will do everything I can to help you be better. Just short of me having to do the work for you. Mm. And I think that is the pitfall that a lot of us fall into with dating people that have untapped potential or are underachievers. And that is men and women. You want to help that person, but that person doesn't want to help themselves. So then you're doing all the work and you can't let yourself fall into that. I'm here. That's that's no, that's powerful. And a lot of people they either want to play the victim or, like you said, because they're not sure they want to drain you. So now you lost yourself, and now it's like blind leading the blind. Exactly. So I mean, I'd probably be a fantastic life coach, but I think that I'm one of those people where it's tough love with me, and so I don't know that everybody really wants to hear the truth that they say they want to hear. So I don't know that I would have very many clients for very long because I'd be like, "Girl, you did what?" Oh no, girl, get by. Call me tomorrow when you don't flip <laughs> this off because clearly you are fucking crazy. What is this? Now, VJ. <laughs> that's true. They, but they making poor life decisions. I'm laughing into the phone like, <laughs> child, okay. <laughs> can you come by here so I can talk to you in person? Because this is this is not a phone conversation, clearly. You are you an ambient? <laughs> See, I can just <laughs> I could just leave myself. It would just be really bad. It's probably not for me. I disagree <laughs> with that. And I'm not saying disagree in a negative way. I tell people now at my age, like I feel like I'm an OG in certain facets of my life. If you ask right. me a question, I say, are you sure you're ready for the answer? Now, if you say no, cool. But if you say, yeah, you better be ready for what's coming. And guess what? Nine times out of 10, they ask me questions on questions on questions after that. I don't know. Maybe I maybe I have a, a second wind after accounting as a, as a life coach. Perhaps I do. I'm Who just knows? saying. <laughs> why why you think people like myself and people rock with VJ though? 
I, 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 I would say I give good advice. I don't really follow my own advice, which is probably horrible. Well, a lot of us <laughs> probably don't like. I'm, I'm gonna tell on myself, world. I, I know we on the flagrant too, but it's a lot of times I tell myself, or I, I give advice to things I gotta reemphasize for my own self, or as a refresher for me. So I'm just being guilty at times. I'm, I'm telling on myself, but, but no, I, I really, I really think when people come to you. Nine times out of ten, because you're versatile, you have life experiences, and you know whether it's you know dating, marriage, in the corporate world, being you know a black woman that will speak her mind or speak her truth. It's things that we need in our culture and society, and and, and from coming from me and my endeavors, especially. Oh, they up there turning up in the background. Hey. Oh, <laughs> no, you good. No, you good. You good. I, we're, we almost done. I told y'all I was going to make it short. I'm, I promise I'm looking at the time because I know VJ got to get back to us. So I appreciate you for taking time out your schedule. But from what the responses that I've been getting as I've uh, linked up and interacted with people, they said, man, we need more people like you in your 30s that has life experiences to actually tell their stories more so people can start realizing that people go through things and they can overcome a divorce or overcome hey i was underpaid now they're getting what they deserve so that's just something to think about if if you know if you're still on the fence i really believe you will do very well in that arena well, I appreciate the vote of confidence. It, it's something to consider. I mean, it's like I, I do like, I, I do, you know, talk to people a lot and I do get a lot of questions or, you know, hey, what do you think about this? Because I do feel like people, if they if they can accept that I'm going to be very honest with them, then generally they're like, you know, hey, I appreciate your mm -hmm. input. So I think that's just kind of you have to be ready for what someone is trying to give you. So if you're not ready to receive it, then maybe I'm not the person for you. But right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think if you're in a position to receive the advice, then normally it does go over pretty well. And so. that's why I give that disclaimer. <laughs> like, hey, now, I'm, based on what you asked me, what I know, you might not like it. But if you're ready for it, I'm just going to give it to you. And if not, then you go on your merry way. So, so what's next okay. for VJ, though? What, what's next for you? <laughs> what is next for me? Well, um, let's see. I am trying to move like i like it here i mean it's nice to be close to family but like i've been talking to quentin about it so i think maybe if i can find a job and, and get things going i think dallas may be the next the next move for me as soon as hey. i can get myself employed nice. <laughs> nice. okay shout out to dallas dallas, dallas or houston i think <laughs> oh he's tired hey <laughs> that's a hey. I tell anybody. Yeah, something new. And yeah. then I'm still saving up. I'd like to, um, long term, one of my goals is to be open to open um, like a cheer gym. I used to be a cheerleader on top of the other sports that I played. Nice. But um, I was an all-star cheerleader. And um, I'd love to be able to open a cheer gym um, for just kind of underprivileged girls. Because I think that what people don't realize is I'm going to get on my soapbox for a second here. Come on. Um, I think that, okay, so in my opinion, cheerleading is a sport. Um, you tumble, you flip, you're picking up people that definitely qualifies as a sport. You mm -hmm. train, you lift weights just like everybody else does. Mm -hmm. I think people have the impression that you just stand on the sideline and you clap your hands and that's it. But there are, you know, a lot of people that do competitive cheer that are serious athletes and they work out like people do for other sports. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but unfortunately because a lot of people do not view it as a sport it is something that is really not ever funded by schools or those types of entities like other sports are mm. so if you are competing you really are doing it out of pocket and it can be very expensive um it is not a cheap sport to participate in um especially if you want to be good because then it takes private lessons and those types of things to kind of hone the skill um so what I would like to do long term and what I've been kind of saving up for is I would like to open a cheer gym, but I would like it to service primarily, you know, people that wouldn't have, you know, children that wouldn't have a chance to do it. Kids right. that look like me, like little brown girls right. that necessarily don't have the money to be able to do something like that, but do have the ability and they just need somebody there to be able to hone it for them and, and be able to put the money behind them so that they're able to do it. Because there are a lot of scholarships out there for cheer and you look at these girls on the sidelines and these faces and you don't see many black and brown faces. You mm -hmm. see a lot of white faces because it's an expensive thing to get into yeah. um and so it, it, it's an excellent way to pay for college <laughs> the same way any other sport is Facts. um <laughs> it's a good way to get an education and i right. think that's just kind of an untapped resource for a lot of our you know a lot of our, our um youth black girls and yeah and our, our youth and i would I really like to be able to to give that back so that's just kind of been my my focus here where all my extra money has just been going to me saving so that i'm able to do this <laughs> nice. that's awesome and giving back because I mean, I know rest in peace to like Whitney Houston, but the, our children are the future. Teach them well yeah. and let them lead the way. I'm not singing, we're, I'm just saying, you know. We gotta, you better sing that song, Ooh, bro. come on now. I'm an alto. You know, my voice get real deep, so I don't want to mess up the track. But, no, what you're doing is huge, and, and, and I applaud you for that and, and just continue to, to strive for, for that accomplishment, which, again, it might not happen overnight, but as you continue to grow and the proper uh, – uh, resources start coming along it, it, it's something that i believe will be dope for the community and and just for you as a whole so no that's dope i'm excited to see you know that pan out thank you thank you yes, even if <laughs> it's two it starting off you start off with a little what they said like a little office space just to get a couple yeah and then, that's the plan boom. i yep. think i do i think i found a space that um they're opening a, a kind of a, a they're opening a, a not a gym but they're opening kind of like a rec center like a small center um yep. after school program for kids there and um half of the space is unused so if i could get some mats and some other things i may be able to kind of split there that the rent rental space with them there Absolutely. and just start there maybe just giving some cheer classes for free and yep. until i can kind of branch out and and do something better but <laughs> Ooh, look at that welcome to the flagrant too y'all you never <laughs> know what information gonna come out so now vj that's dope and i know you got things to do i know they they, they like hey you messing with my, my my groove back in the back so if you could just let the world know how to find you again how they can reach you if they have any questions it's all you First of all, my cousin, I'm just going to play this back for her so that she can hear herself. <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> turned it up in the background. Like, hey. Because they hey. had turned the music up. It was lower than that, and you couldn't hear them at first. So they have jumped, uh, turned it up, and they are listening to uh, Understanding. What is it, Escape? Yeah, yeah they out there listening to Understanding. Huh? And she out here singing her life away like <laughs> she is in turmoil, baby. She out there singing like... Oh, you hear she over there? She said, "No way!" <laughs> <laughs> Turned up, yeah. I knew Ooh, some old school jams back there. I was like, "Man, they back there jamming." It was night she lived like her, like her man about to leave her. She's singing it to him, <laughs> baby. I, I hope you stay, girl, because woo. <laughs> Got the quiet storm back there with VJ. Yeah, they getting it in. 
do like yeah just so yeah wish my mom a happy birthday that too so she's not gonna listen but happy birthday girl she'll be 57 huh. so i'm feeling super blessed about that awesome awesome because <laughs> she's old and crotchety but it's cool <laughs> you know we age good we never old girl you know how we do she's it she's not she's aging like fine wine and i just am so blessed um Amen. So I will say this, if you have parents in your life and you were able to spend time with them, if you were able to appreciate them, please do so because you never know what is going to happen. My mom has had three heart attacks. She has had a quadruple bypass. We have mm. survived through stomach cancer with her. And so I'm just so blessed that she is here to even celebrate 57. So awesome. if you have parents and you can celebrate that with them or be with them or family members, it's just important to do so, man, because people will leave your life and you won't get to say the things or do the things that you want to do. So just... Yeah, just every day. If you just tell people that you love them and you care about them, that's important. Powerful. I was like, I talk a lot of shit and I say a lot of really <laughs> reckless shit, but you know, just please weed out. Please see past the reckless she shit that I say. She got a heart. She love. <laughs> Give her I a promise minute. I promise I'm a super nice person and I actually have some common sense. Like I swear, swear it. I know it does not seem like it, but I do. So what I'm saying is is, is truly genuine here. <laughs> No, no, I appreciate that. Now that's dope. That's real dope. We appreciate you, the the, the world, the listeners of the flagrant too. We definitely appreciate you for sure. Well, thank you for having me on. This has been like super nice to just kind of chop it up and talk about just whatever. This has been nice. Like, appreciate no pressure. No, nice. no, 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 no. I have to give you, you know, had you put on a thinking cap just for a little segment of the show. But other than that, you know, we just freelancing it. This is good. This is good. See, it's like being on, it's like being on chopping it up with Q. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. Look, 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 look. They're like Murph, she trying to recruit a third person. I'm like, shoot, I barely got Murph time got for what I got. Eighty-seven shows. Murph be like, ah, so I can pistol you in six weeks from Friday uh-huh. so we can record. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> So just your social handles and we out of here. Okay. Um, people can find me at, at VJ underscore Burton. That is on Twitter and on IG. Um, on Snapchat, it is Meek B. I am on Facebook. If you caught my name at the beginning of the show or whenever I said it, then you should find me on Facebook. <laughs> she paying attention <laughs> to see if y'all was listening. That's all I'm that is. I'm not repeating it because huh. I know it's okay. Nah, that's cool. <laughs> I'm not repeating it. It's okay. No, there you so go. It's fine. If you don't, if you don't find me on Facebook, it's it's fine. I, don't, I won't. I won't be mad about it. Um, they really. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you hear? They start the entire base up. They, I hear it. <laughs> that's why I'm like, hey, I already know. They like, all right, that's your cue. You need to get done recording so we can get some of this turn up. We feeling good. We jamming in the old school R&B. We in the zone. They too. They're too much. But um, yeah. So those things. Um. The show's Twitter is at chopping it up underscore pod. Uh, so definitely tweet us there. Tweet us about the show. You can like, rate, review, subscribe to us on iTunes and um, iHeartRadio and Sp- uh, well, Spotify soon. But link there is not go. live yet. So very soon, Spotify um, and Google Play and Apple Podcasts and everywhere that you find dope podcasts. Um, again, check out the episode that we dropped um, two episodes this past week. Uh, one with Lord Penniless from Poor People's Podcast and then with D Murph, of course. Um, so that. you guys should definitely check out the episode that Murph was on. That was a blast. We talked sports and a million other things, and it was just superbly great. So you guys can retweet and share that as well. Um, and I think that that is it. Appreciate that. <laughs> and also now, now world, because again, VJ, she know, hey, number, love, and support. But 
the Space Force ones, when y'all do listen to this show, might be something different. But still, it's VJ underscore Burton for Twitter. So I just want to throw it out there. <laughs> yeah, there there might have been a a, por- a portion of the show where I may have may or may have not said that someone could eat a bag of dicks. So <laughs> if that's not for you, then maybe the show. And don't please don't judge the show on that. Um. That was just me. I so don't it. judge the show on that. The I show, other than that, was very nice and informative once we got past the part about <laughs> bags of dicks. So there's that. Oh, I love it, y'all. Hey, but hey, again, she she she's dope. She's funny. Just keep keep following her, watching her journey. And for me personally, Twitter and Instagram at it's demurf ITS. D-M-U-R-P-H Email me personally It's dmurf at yahoo.com Y'all can find the show on most platforms Including iHeartRadio as well as Spotify Hey y'all And (laughs) y'all already know what time it is And how I close the show Don't lose yourself with life problems Stay strong and fight the good fight It's a lot going on, day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Demurf, you did it again Setting trends like you winning the win Fighting a good fight, sick of the sins Connecting dots now with all the pins We just trying to be good men Adore my wife and I love my kids I never let them down, never let them frown Never let a clown take a crown Hit me cause I'm brown, that's okay I got the blood of a king Saw it in the dream, ain't all with a scene Try to turn us to fiends We drown in the streams while we chasing that dream It's all about the dollar bill, y'all And stop chasing that thrill, y'all These beliefs trying to kill y'all I'm just here trying to heal ya So listen as we work Dropping them gems now Rockin' with D-Murph Tuning in as we get it in So melanin Being better men We so adamant About the culture Sick of these vultures We in the game now Watch how we coach ya Keep your guns in the holster Love is life And that's how we approach ya